We have a 700-page bill that no one has read that was printed at midnight. That give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Hey, hey, all right, all right. Welcome to a brand new week, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. What awaits us this week? What is going to happen of interest and excitement this week? Oh, it's so exciting. It's pregnant with possibilities, and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Which would you prefer, our plucky Olympians or America's stupid, stupid media? I would go with America's uh, plucky young Olympians. All right, then. Let's start the week on a positive note. I haven't checked the medal count. How are we doing? Oh, we're kicking everybody's ass. I'll have that for my opening thought. Okay, cool. Cool. So Sean's got that coming up. How are we doing in nuclear missiles? Really well. (laughs) Gold medal. Yep. Every year, the gold medal. Again. So this is what my kids were enjoying yesterday. So um, we were behind, and so we watched the... um, Snowboarding, I think that actually happened on Saturday when Young Red won the gold medal. Yeah. And I knew it I knew what had happened, so I could choose something that, you know, we're gonna Go. win in my in a sport my kids would really like. Excellent. So uh and what they really got into after after Red had his amazing third run that launched him from eleventh place to first place. Yeah. Seventeen years old, hundred and fifteen pounds. I mean, how do kids not get into that, right? He looks like a little kid. Sure. And he's beaten all the grown-ups. And, uh, but so then, rooting for the other people to fall and cheering when the other countries fell. That's my kids spirit. would go, yeah! When the Canadian <laughs> fell on his head. <laughs> you got to introduce them to active measures. Now, kids, if we were there, we'd throw rocks on the course to screw them up. So there's not only rooting for America to do well, it's rooting for other countries to do poorly. Well, Which is a, a whole new thing. Yes! Son, he fell! Life is a zero-sum game. Anyone <laughs> else's joy is your misery. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, uh, going downhill on a luge. How are you this morning, Michael? Doing great. I'm the same way as your kids. I've been uh, enjoying the uh, snowboarding a lot, and I'm loving the uh, ski jumping, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's too bad they had to cancel the men's downhill for the wind, but I guess yeah. it's Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, it's postponed, right? Or, or women's, yeah. either one. Lindsey Vaughn, I'm, I'm rooting for her, even though she hates America. Yes, Michael, I interrupted you. Oh, just I don't have a lot of patience for curling, though. I mean, I kind of enjoy it for a few a minute or two. <laughs> I'll and tell I you, Michael, that's what curling's all about is patience. <laughs> it's a metaphor you, for life, Michael. I'll tell you what I can't take is the freaking freak figure skating. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. See, ice dancing on and on. Well, and Can't the, you figure out who's the best if they da- do their thing for like a minute? <laughs> Does each one have to go on for 10 minutes? Well, they gave us so much of it, like I said, because they canceled the downhill because of the wind. And they were planning on, because that's one of the big... 
you know, uh, uh, highlights always gets the best ratings, and they had that one, so they filled with extra ice skating. Yeah. Which one of my kids really likes for some reason. They were arguing about that a lot. One of them wanted to watch the, you know, spinning around uh, the, in the air on a snowboard. The other one wanted to watch the ice skating. For well, some and it's reason. not just the ice skating, it's the ice dancing. It's not even the, the super athletic, exciting, they go fast and jump up in the air one. It's the friggin' dancing one. Oi. How about the snowboarders doing four, four turns? F- Complete turns or four and a half complete turns. I mean, I don't know how you possibly keep your bearings through that. No, I don't either. You got to have a certain sort of brain. I learned that as a kid. They were trying to teach us how to do some sort of flip off the diving board or something. They said, just keep your eyes open and spot this guy, then the water, and then you orient yourself. And and I did that, and immediately my brain went, and just everything was, I slapped down on the water. I'm not good at that. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well, taking a quick glance at the medal count. Now, if we're just going total medals, Norway sits atop alone with eight total medals, but they only have one gold. (laughs) Germany is sitting atop with four golds. They have six totals. USA is uh, fifth in total medals and tied for third in gold. Fifth in total medals. Yes, with four. They have two golds, one silver, one bronze. Mm. How's North Korea doing? Uh, mm. South Korea has one gold. Yeah, I saw that in the uh, the short track. Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, that's the only one. Yeah, I yeah, like the speed skating. The uh, the much claimed, the much discussed combo North South Korean hockey team, women's team. Well, they literally suck <laughs> on ice. I, mean, they, <laughs> I haven't those... skated in a decade. I haven't played hockey in twenty five years. I think I could beat them. Well, those poor South Korean girls yeah. who who've been practicing their whole lives. Now you got to play with this person who's starving and has never seen ice skates before. Right? Yeah, it's it's okay. a shame because we think it's going to solve the world's geopolitical crisis, yeah. which it's not. <laughs> what is what a crazy thing? We got more to talk about on that. Hell yeah! Um, as the American media falls in love with. Who they're calling the Ivanka of North Korea. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. I tell you what, I am sickened, I am sad, I am angry, I'm sangry. <laughs> this is, it's a terrible day. <laughs> There's Wow, there's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. Are you, Marshall? I caught very, very little of the Olympics because I was immersed in wedding plans oh, yeah. and carrying out a magnificent <laughs> wedding. Officiated at the wedding over the weekend for a co-worker's son here at the Radio Ranch. I've got to say, it went really well. Nobody threw up. Nobody tried to make a run for it. It was all fueled by the grape. <laughs> Dancing and cheering and cheers to Denver and Caitlin. Now, I hope to have some pictures posted at armstrongandgiddyradio.com later on today once some of the many people who promised they would send them to me wake up or sober up. Gotcha. Yes. That happens. Please do that. Nobody threw up or ran away. No. Is there a shotgun involved? <laughs> no shotgun. Ah, some were, stern looks, but days. no shotguns. Yes. Oh, we got to find uh, uh, South Korea's Bob Dylan, who sang part uh-huh. of the uh, opening ceremonies. Maybe yeah. he's with North Korea's Ivanka. <laughs> he was out there. It's this grizzled. How do they have a grizzled old rock and roll guy in, in South Korea? Were they into rock and roll back in the day? Anyway, yeah. he's up there croaking out, imagine, imagine there's no heaven. <laughs> oh, look, it's South Korea's Bob Dylan. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How did it get to be Monday, February the 12th, the year 2018? Keeping you straight in 21-8. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin the show officially now according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go. The opening ceremonies are at Mark. No Olympic loser in any division has ever won four goals. What a huge mistake in the 12th. Unbelievable. He hasn't made an error all week. Oh, no. Oh, you're a loser, baby. 
baby, so why don't you kill me? A huge mistake uh-huh. in the luge. Huge mistake. Yeah, right in the 11. <laughs> Get it! Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, Trump, the outrage over the memo in the tweet. We got the happiest place on earth, just getting a lot more expensive, and a court action hits disgraced mogul Harvey Weinstein hard. Stories coming up. 635 Armstrong and Getty. How about Israel bombing Iranian positions in Syria over the weekend? Yeah. That could turn into something. Yeah. And Netanyahu might get charged with corruption this week in his own scandal. What? Yeah. No, no. This is bad timing. Yeah. He's um, going to get back to doing the work of the Israeli people. <laughs> How does mailbag look? That's very good. Nice Monday edition. We have shower thoughts, as always, and much more. This is America's Bob Dylan as opposed to South Korea's Bob Dylan. Does every country get a Bob Dylan, or <laughs> does some just happen to have one? He won the Nobel Prize. I want to hear Belgium's Bob Dylan. Has to be better than South Korea's Bob Dylan. Mm. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The voice of the West. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Sun beat down. I had the radio I was driving. Trees went back. The birds on the sky. everybody it just it just said rock star mm. and then whatever his name was right and then from, they had some young buck as well and apparently he was a rock star back in the day and he was croaking oh, no. out the insufferable john lennon classic imagine oh, as part God, of the opening the ceremony omnipresent and insufferable <laughs> imagine there's no countries it's like the first line line in the song you got 220 of them marching in like in two minutes Imagine there was no countries. We wouldn't have to sit here and watch this. <laughs> God, that's so, so cliched. God. John Lennon is the looking down from space, from heaven, saying, well, it turns out there is a heaven, and please, I wrote a lot of songs. Play a different one. I like the lighting of the torch. I like the fireworks. Sure. I don't need the backstory on various countries uh, founding. I don't really need that as uh, portrayed in folk art. Not really big into that. You know, yeah, it's just a little much. Everybody feels like you have to do that. Some city needs to say, you know what, let's skip that part. I don't think anybody really likes it. Or every country ought to uh, appoint a secretary of leaving them wanting more <laughs> when they design the ceremony. <laughs> you know, listen, the kid cavorting with the tiger feels like it's gone on for a while to me. Well, can we cut it off? Can we have him cavort with something new or have the tiger eat him or something? Anything. Mailbag. Here are your weekly shower thoughts as compiled by Rich at Salt Lake City. Uh, several of them are Elon Musk related. And I was thinking maybe we could save them for later, but now we'll just do a special Elon Musk edition of Shower Thoughts. Thanks to Elon Musk, there's now a non-zero chance of getting into a car accident in space. <laughs> uh, and he's validated every kid who strapped a Hot Wheels car to a toy rocket. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, the Tesla... That's now floating through space has a copy of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in the glove box. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard that. 
It is possible that a million years from now, the last existing book in the English language will be that copy of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Interesting. And prepare to see Elon Musk's car as an Easter egg floating in the background of sci-fi movies for the rest of your life. That's that's true. I'll bet that happens. That'll be fun. Moving on. So somebody will encounter that. Uh, someday, almost some 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 think. some planet with uh, with intelligent life, and think, what the heck is this? Yeah, that just came into our orbit. Or even we Earthlings might colonize some distant uh, spot in the sky and see it floating by. And say, what is that? Hey, grab that thing. We'll haul it in. And say, you know, this looks like an Earth thing. Why did we do that? Why is there a car? It's not like a rover. This would never work on another planet. What the hell is this book? And then they start reading it and be amused. Imagine how rich you would have. Um, <clears throat> imagine how rich you would have had to have been two hundred years ago to have music playing in the background while you cook dinner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's really good. That is really good. The first person to be killed by a sex robot is probably already walking among us, unaware of how unflattering their obituary is going to be. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, reminds me of uh, one of my favorite episodes of the uh, the X-Files back in the day, the old X-Files. They ran into a guy who who could see how everyone he met would die, and he knew how he would die. And he was a melancholy character. Yeah, tough way to go the, through life. The great Peter Boyle, as a matter of fact, did a beautiful job. Heartbreaking. Uh, AKA, also known as the, uh, the, the Frankenstein monster from Mel Brooks' classic, Young Frankenstein. Let's see. Imagine living with an alien species whose food is so amazing that you'd risk punishment just to eat the inedible plastic containers that the food came in. That's a dog's point of view. That's funny. Risking punishment to eat the plastic containers the food came in. That's pretty funny. Funny. All right, uh, moving along. Uh, turns out Baxter does get car sick. Mm. Well, we learned that over the weekend. Well, we confirmed it over the weekend. That's always fun to clean up. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, there are a number of things you can discern from uh, what he did. Number one, he gets car sick. We shouldn't feed him before he takes a car trip. And number two, dogs don't chew very much. It sounds like they're chewing, but they hardly <laughs> chew at all. They wolf their food down, which makes sense because they're basically wolves. Moving along to the <laughs> correspondence proper, here's Jordan in Seattle. Hey, we're back on in Seattle today, right? Correct. Oh, it's exciting. It's fantastic. Yep. Couldn't live without us. No, yes, please. Couldn't live without us, could you? Shout out. Uh, here's Jordan in Seattle. Uh, what's the frequency we're on there? Can you figure that out for us? Um. The Olympics are a great time when our nations come together to root for the same team. However, I would like to change two things about the uh, Winter Olympics. Uh, let's have number one. Let's have the opening ceremonies actually represent what the, the what the culture of the host country currently is. By watching the ceremonies, I now think that everyone in Korea can dance. The kids play with tigers, and they live in a world of virtual reality. Yeah, I thought they did a pretty good job actually of that of uh, stressing technology because that is what they're they're really into. Yeah. Uh, they should stress uh, an education system that's drill and kill, and people commit suicide if they don't get high enough test scores. That would have been an exciting opening ceremony. Number two, this one is important. Can we please eliminate siblings participating in pairs ice dancing? That's cute until you're seven years old. As an adult, the choreography is way too sexual and intimate to be performed with your brother and sister. Seriously, it creeps me out. 
Yeah, my six-year-old said, those, all those people when they were dancing together, the couples, he said, those people must be married. You'd have to be married. Otherwise, you'd be too nervous to be that close to somebody. Good observation. <laughs> P-S-S-D-I-Y-S-E, please stop staring deeply into your sister's eyes. Yeah. Jordan and Seattle. Well, it is. I mean, because some of those couples are married or couples. If you're not a couple, though, that whole staring into each other's eyes thing would be pretty weird just as a... Well, yeah. Yeah. Did you follow the story about the Canadian couple? Where and the uh, one move they do, where she straddles his face, yes, and then yeah. throws her head back in ecstasy and holds his head for just long enough. Which I'm guessing, based on most of those ice dancers, he's just confused as to what's going on there. Well, <laughs> why am I doing this? Ah, uh, yeah, no kidding. Um, what it, is that? Now, at full speed, I saw that move, and it reminded me somewhat of Janet Jackson's "Tata." You see it, and you think, did, "Wait a minute, did I just? Did she just wait a minute?" Then you Cheat. watch it back in slow motion, and it's like, "Ah, in front of the children." Yeah. It's terrible, terrible. You, come on, Canada, you're better than that. <laughs> Quit exporting your your ice porn to the rest of the world. Good Lord. I remember when you could trust a Canadian. Those days are gone. Let's see. What time is it? Uh, Here's uh, Frank in Beijing. Wow. Nice to hear from you, Frank. We already have a global show. Gents, occasionally in soft-headed moments, I figure, what the heck, and I flip over to CNN to see what's on offer. It's like my annual trip to McDonald's, which I know before, during, and after that I'm going to regret. (laughs) Wow. CNN is the McDonald's of media. That's beautiful. Sure enough, there was a reporter just out of her diapers reporting on the anti-North Korea, pro-America, South Korea demonstrations going outside one of the main Olympic venues. He referred to them as conservative diehards. My head almost exploded. Your friend Frank in Beijing. Yes, the uh, reporters of CNN most particularly and other... Uh, outlets are going over there and being uh, progressive darlings, even in a culture, in a country, and and, uh, issues they have zero understanding of. They just know the sort of uh, buzzwords they're supposed to use. So, uh, More on that to come, including the American press's love affair with the Ivanka of North Korea, old uh, Kim Yo What's Up, (laughs) whatever her name is. Uh, Let's see. Oh, hey, here's a nice uh, observation from Roger. I love my country, but the media is tearing it apart. Did anyone else notice during the opening ceremonies when they introduced the American team, they highlighted previous medal winners and favorites to medal? The females were introduced with glamour shots, like headshots for modeling agencies. And the males were shown in action shots. Got any mixed messages lately? Sex sells. Well, that's true. But it's partly that, you know, your Lindsay's Vaughn like to look super pretty and sexy. So they dress up that way all the time. Well, not all the time. It's not like she skis like that, but I don't know. I think women find that appealing, too. And any woman telling the truth would say, yeah, I'm hot. I want you to know it. Um, Yeah, the North Korean and South Koreans marching in together and everything like that. That's just, you know, I hope something comes out of it. I don't know why anybody would think it would. If South Korea lets down their guard for five, I mean, five percent because of these lovely gestures from the North, they're idiots. And I don't think they're idiots. Yeah. And some of the coverage, as you've been saying, of a fathead sister there, I've got some of the quotes from various news agencies as they really ignore the reality of that horrible, despicable regime. For reasons that I will break down. Stay tuned. Marshall's News next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. 
somehow I missed Robert Johnson and his amazing mustache winning the bronze in the Olympic ski jumping. Wow. Is that what you watched, Marshall, ski jumping? Ah, uh, yes, indeed. Did oh, you they, see they the wrapped guy? that up? The guy's mustache has yeah. uh, really captivated uh, South Koreans. It's kind of one of those goes out and right. curls up sort of nice. while nice. ski jumping. Wow. Does that help him? Uh, can I mean, he, yeah. like, cant it into the wind to help adjust his... Uh, exactly. Like, sure, with the high winds, yeah, you can use it to glide. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what do you call it, the tail thing on an airplane? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Let's when, get... when that thing freezes, though, in those cold temperatures... Freeze solid. Yeah. Frozen mustache. you yeah. got to prep it. you got to prep it with the right uh, combination there of wax go. and antifreeze, there Michael. <laughs> Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump's getting ready to roll out his trillion-dollar-plus infrastructure plan today. Trump tweeting this morning, this will be a big week for infrastructure. After so stupidly spending $7 trillion in the Middle East, it is now time to start investing in our country. The White House plan includes $200 billion in federal infrastructure spending over a decade. As I understand it, no explanation of how it will be paid for. Nobody Uh, even talks about that anymore. Both parties are now in on it, and uh, fine. Good. Good luck, kids. Meanwhile, another Trump tweets put the White House on the defensive after he expressed sympathy for his now ex-aides who resigned after allegations of domestic violence. Trump tweeting out people's lives are being shattered and destroyed by a mere allegation. Some are true and some are false. Some are old and some are new. There is no recovery for someone falsely accused. Life and career are gone. Is there no such thing as due process? That is 100%. Uh, true and justifiable. Mm-hmm. Just coming from the wrong person at the wrong time. Agreed. <laughs> Bill Maher actually had a, a, a opinion columnist from the New York Times on a, a gal, a liberal. And she was saying, yeah, look, if this movement's going to be sustained, if it's going to be strong and sustained, we have to have due process. We can't be guilty of rushing to judgments and throwing people away who aren't who don't have it coming. So she essentially agreed with the president. But, again, wrong person, wrong time. That's just part of life. Yeah, don't do it in the midst of perhaps you missed the information that one of your people's beaten up their wives. Or, or knew it and didn't care or right, something. Right. It's not clear. Yeah, not not the right time for that. Yeah, just, you know, in short, stop handing your opponents clubs to beat you with. God, no kidding. The White House, late last week, blocked the release of the Democrats' memo after previously allowing a Republican memo to be released, which alleged surveillance abuses at the Justice Department. Democrat Congressman Adam Schiff says President Trump doesn't want to release for public view the underlying facts in the Democratic counter-memo because it will undercut his claims of vindication in the Russia probe. The president doesn't want you to see these facts from the FISA application because it completely undermines his claim of vindication. Now, FISA's- All right, now here's, here's what's actually happening, and this is just crazy. This is, I'm just getting so tired of this. So in the days prior to the, the attempted release of the Democrat memo, reporters were reporting. It said that the Democrat memo is so full of classified information, the president will have no no choice but to reject its release, thereby granting the Democrats the opportunity to say he's quashing their memo. And it was all premeditated. It was all known. Everybody's talking about it as it's about to happen. And now it's happened. So that's where we are with our uh, Justice's Blind Intelligence Committees. 
is they put classified information in the memo on purpose so that the president would not release it so that they could have headlines like this. From you, Marshall. Saying you that the willing <laughs> dupe. president will not allow the Democrat and did allow uh, the Republicans. So, yeah, it's just it's, it's, it's terrible all the way around. Happiest place on earth, Disneyland just got more expensive. The L.A. Times reporting prices at the uh, Southern California Resort this weekend uh, rose as much as 18% for annual pass holders. Wow, 18% jump at once? Yep, and daily <laughs> tickets rose as much as $11. So Nice um, job, pass holder. One day, <laughs> one day adult ticket for Disneyland uh, or California Adventure is $99 for low-demand days. Days like, uh, oh, I don't know, a Wednesday in May. It's $117 for a ticket on a regular demand day, and the price of a ticket for a peak demand day, $135 per. $135. You know, you have to pay more to go on days where you're standing in line longer. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) You happiest place on earth, my ass. Uh, You know, it's funny. That sounds really high, but I'm always amazed at what people are willing to spend for various sorts of entertainment. Right. Like, you got a dozen bucks or so, 15 bucks for a movie, depending on where you are, a little less uh, matinees. You've got hundreds of dollars to a Broadway show, mm-hmm. to a play, that will later tour, and you can see it for 125 bucks, something like that, right. blah, blah, blah. Right. You got an NBA game. You got a crappy team playing another crappy team. People are play, paying 100 bucks plus for tickets. I just don't get NFL games. You're way better off sitting at home watching it. Those tickets are, you know, dozens, if not hundreds of dollars. I don't quite get it, but, you know, well, he's Dis- thrown. Disneyland tickets for a whole day in the, uh, you know, uh, the happiest place on earth. I love Disneyland. I've I, never know, been. I like going to NBA games. That's my favorite example. Yeah. I really enjoy it, but I don't enjoy it nearly enough to justify the price. I mean, I could play golf at, you know, uh, well, uh, nah, Pebble Beach is a little complicated now because they're feeling their oats again. you got to right. stay in the lodge for a couple of nights. But oh. you can play, you know, some of the great golf courses on earth for what it would cost you and a friend to go see two crappy NBA teams play. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> New York's attorney general suing Harvey Weinstein and his movie company for creating a hostile work environment in which complaints what, like the rapes. In which complaints... Like the boss will corner you, push you into a corner, and then masturbate into a plant. <laughs> and if you, That's a hostile work environment. I forgot about that one. Uh, and if you don't go along with it, your career will be ruined. And he'll, he'll hire Israeli intelligence agents to ruin you and terrorize you. Is that what you mean by a hostile, Marsh? <laughs> the AG saying the Weinstein Company repeatedly broke New York laws that protect workers from sexual harassment intimidation and discrimination supposedly the company even went so far as to employ a group of women to procure other women for weinstein using guidelines they referred to as the bible outlining methods to do this this is all going on just as a big deal the company was up for sale 500 million dollars they were just Half about a billion dollars they were just about ready to sign it but apparently the deal fell apart on sunday after new york state why are suit. why are some of the women who were his willing uh, pimps not being called out why have i not heard their names i don't know that's a good question yep. does that get in the way of the narrative or what uh, could be that only men can do this sort of thing. You know, it reminds me of you know all the slavery in Africa during the American uh, slave trade, which is unquestionably a blot on our history. Right. But you had rampant slavery in Africa, and then you had lots and lots of Africans willingly shipping other Africans to the New mm-hmm. World as slaves. And people don't talk about that that much. 
Again, it, 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 it complicates the narrative. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. So you know we like Sarah Westwood of the Washington Examiner. We're going to have her on next hour to try to break down who knew what when on this whole uh, White House dude who was beating up his wives, which is an ugly story, but... General Kelly may have, I don't know if he wasn't paying attention or, or what happened, but uh, he might be headed out the door. No, no way. You're joining Marshall now on the left-wing media. No, no way. He, he supposedly offered to resign Friday. Yep. And uh, some of the names being floated for the new chief of staff are exciting. <laughs> He's not going anywhere, but okay, I'll bite. Stay tuned. All that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Voice of the West. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A fun Olympic feature we have is Sean is going to play some audio from a sport, and then we're going to try to guess the sport. Yeah, m- most accurately the uh, the post event interviews and see uh-huh. if you can uh, uh, align the the sound of the person's voice and kind of their cadence with perhaps the sport that they are participating in. America needs us. <laughs> <laughs> we need strong, powerful role models. And what what better place? What better time? There you go. What uh, role model woman? Let's see, that was kind of standard athlete inane. There was maybe a hint of the stoner there. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna go something uh, something snowboard. Jack, do you that's have a, a pretty, guess? That's a pretty good guess. What do you? What is it? Uh, you don't have a guess? No, I'm going with Joe's. Okay, uh, no, that is Hillary Knight of the USA hockey team. The, oh, really? The lady oh, hockey team. Oh, the st- reference to the strength. Boy, yeah. a lot of your snowboarders. She'd probably us. knock my front teeth out for suggesting she was a stoned uh, <laughs> snowboarder. Some of those snowboarders are so obviously stoners. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. Baked all the time. Yeah, I've never, yeah, I don't. Uh, according to the medical literature I've read on marijuana, it makes it a little hard to concentrate on some things. But the NBA is famously, famously a stoned league, and uh, and the snowboarders are baked. Wouldn't it help you, like, super relax and get in the zone and just do well, your that's thing? It. I think, yeah, you find the zone where where your brain helps you and doesn't get in your way. It's like, honest to God, it's like uh, uh, alcohol and golf. It turns off the fear part of your brain, and so you just turn it loose. It, from blogs that I've read, it's also very popular in the jujitsu community, and they, they call it getting into the flow. Like, you just get okay. in this mindset of awesome. your, Interesting. in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Damn drug fiends. How does North Korea keep their Olympians from defecting? Yes. Uh, interview with CNN, in-depth report of how North Korea is making sure there are nearly 500 members of the Olympic delegation will all come back when the competition is over. I'm a little surprised to hear CNN is aware of that, given some of the other things they've been reporting over the weekend, but go on. The North Korea delegation includes athletes, cheerleaders, reporters, performers, and more. The more includes undercover intelligence officers that are there under the guise of support staff and other titles. A former North Korean police officer who did defect says, he says North Korean athletes will be under surveillance every hour of every day they're in South Korea, not allowed to stay in their rooms or even go to the bathroom alone. That's pleasant. Good work if you can get it. Follow them into the bathroom. Of course, if you don't, they're going to clamber out the window or up into the ceiling tile or something like that. Right. Yeah. 
swim down through the sewer pipes. They want out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no kidding. The uh, the ex-North Korean officer says members of the delegation will also be expected to inform on each other. Not only the leaders, but also the rest of the performers will be punished for not reporting suspicious signs of a defector. Well, yeah, I'm sure if your roommate, for instance, Bolt, you get beat to death. And your family. Right. Members of the delegation would think twice even in the unlikely event of an opportunity for defection if it arises. They have family back home. They know if they defect, their family will be, t- will be tortured and punished. Um, bah, 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 bah. You know, Says a North Korean cheerleader who defected in South Korea from South Korea in 2006. Well, you got the next question for her is you defected. What do you think happened to your family? Were you not worried about it? Well, as we've discussed, most families agree. If you can get out, get. She says as much as possible, members of the delegation would be loyal to the North Korean regime and and, uh, sees it unlikely that they'll defect. They're careful in who they choose to start with. As a final precaution, the delegation will undergo individual reviews and investigations upon their return. Mm. Nice, nice lifestyle. You yeah, know, no you got kidding. you got a great country. See, we got a country people sneak into because they want to live here, mm-hmm. and you got other countries where people try to sneak out because it's at the threat of death for their family because it's so awful to live there. Yeah, families who agree, they will torture me to death, but I want you to get out. Yeah, there's a bit of a contrast. Again, it's surprising given some of the coverage in America's media over the weekend, which we'll talk about in a moment or two. But let's spare a moment, shall we, for the so-called North Korean cheerleaders, the identical sex bots who are there in their their red coats and their their fur black fur trim, looking like Satan's Santa Clauses, <laughs> something to, some sort of evil Mrs. Clauses. All of them hot. And cheerful and enthusiastic for their great fat leader and his, his, his starving country. How weird is that? And again, some of the fawning coverage of the American media about, I tell you what, they've stolen the show. There was actually one commentator who said, I wish America's fans would cheer like that. I wish we had cheerleaders like that. Yeah, who will be tortured and their families tortured if they don't cheer loud enough. I wish we had that too. Good God. The problem with the, the internet and... And the explosion of media and everything is that stupid people now have access to the airwaves. Yes, I know what some of you are thinking. And touche. <laughs> but oh my God, some of the crap you hear on like major media these days. Oh, it's amazing. We'll get into some of the media coverage of the uh, uh, the Olympics coming up in a little bit. A couple of articles about porn over the weekend I want to get to uh, probably later. It requires a little uh, thought and uh and discussion, but it's it's pretty interesting uh, discussing the idea of banning porn or coming trying to ban porn or something like that. How it, uh, it the sexual revolution um, from the fifties sixties onward has crossed a line to where now a lot of people uh, on the left even are saying we you know we may want to uh, censor some of this stuff because there's no upside to women with the expansion of porn being everywhere. There's no upside to women. Well, yeah, I would say particularly given the the full breadth of the porn that's available. Well, and that's the problem, right? If, if you if you're a because uh, it talks about teens and what it's doing to, to to young men is the the first generation of porn being everywhere their whole lives is around, right? Their views of the world, um, and you know if you get into it at all, it's all there. So, yeah, yeah, it's troubling. Uh, so more on that later. It is it's it's interesting. 
Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, we can talk about that later, because there are a number of different approaches to that problem, and, uh, you know, I have a feeling the one that's chosen will be bad, but we'll see. A couple of bonus pieces of mailbag. Uh, Dear Big Freedom and Simple Jack, rich and beautiful Oregon, writes, My grandson, who's African-American, after blowing out his birthday candles, told me he wished he had blonde hair, blue eyes, and here's what's so special, white skin. I was so proud of him. And my niece, who's a little chubby, told her mom on her birthday that she's going to wish for a skinny body. Ah, children's birthday wishes to change their images. So beautiful. Thank you, Nancy Pelosi. That's some excellent sarcasm there from Rich. Appreciate that. And then this. Uh, A&G ignoring sexual harassment allegations against Democrat Assemblywoman Christina Garcia. So why hasn't A&G mentioned the sexual harassment, blah, 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 by two men, blah, blah, blah. Assemblywoman Garcia has hypocritically led the me, hashtag MeToo movement. Why is it liberal media is ignoring the story, et cetera, et cetera, Rob Porter, et cetera, et cetera, White House staff? Maybe A&G are ignoring the story because Joe and Meek on Morning Joe haven't mentioned it. Or maybe we did it for an entire <laughs> segment, and you're an a-hole. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow, did you yeah, see the twist you know there at the end? It's being called the a-hole theory. Wow. And I think, much like string theory, the a-hole theory is, uh, is widely accepted, sir. But thank you for your constructive criticism. Yeah, if you didn't hear that story, it's something one of the leaders of the uh, early leaders of the hashtag MeToo movement. It turns out she gets drunk and gropes dudes all the time. Yeah, she was uh, on the cover of Time, whatever that is at this point. (laughs) Their whole person of the year being the hashtag MeToo movement. Yeah, she's a sexual assaulter. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's a wild story. So why the American media are fawning over North Korea's number one gal. They're the sister of the old fathead. It's sickening, and we'll talk about it. The North Korean Ivanka coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.